Good afternoon. Welcome to MoneyWeb at Midday. My name is Nastasia Aronsa and I'll be with you right up until 12.15. Coming up is uh, 15 minutes of market news and uh, business-related transaction. We'll uh, talk about uh, Crystal Visa selling another 3.6 billion of uh, ShopRite shares. The latest sale done by Titan Premier Investments, uh, one of his investment vehicles. And then we'll talk to Zenaid Mayat, who is the CEO of EOH. That's because uh, the company announced on Sense that uh, they have an implement they've implemented rather board changes and uh, various governance um, stuff that we can talk about all of this is coming up on the show this show is brought to you by the chartered accountants of south africa leaders in business EOH CEO Zanaid Might is uh, relinquishing his role as group CEO to take the reins at newly created subsidiary Nextech. It's a JC listed IC group said uh, this morning before the markets open. And they've also put out a sense statement that you can have a look at. But to talk to us about uh, these boards uh, changes and the restructuring that's taking place is the CEO himself. Uh, Zanaid, thank you so much for your time. Give us some background, uh, perhaps even a little bit of context as to where we come from from before uh, we made this decision to institute these changes? Sure. Good afternoon, Natasha, and thank you for having me. Um, I guess it goes back to uh, last year when, as an executive team, we started to look at the way to from here for our group and how do we establish a sustainable growth platform for our business moving forward. Mm. Um, And we looked at various scenarios, various permutations, and uh, came to the conclusion that given the diversity, the breadth, and the, 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 the broad front that we have as a, as a business, it was important to, to, to unclutter the business. Mm. And why that? Because we started asking our que- our, ourselves the question, how do we position best for growth moving forward? Um, that was a very important question. Another question was, given the breadth, given the diversity, and... Uh, We needed to bring some clarity to the market in terms of brand and how we identified ourselves and the various aspects of our portfolio as as a group. Also, the scale of the business, uh, the the breadth of the business, the diversity of the business brings with it a fair amount of complexity. Mm. And we wanted to come up with a a business model that would provide us with with an opportunity to decomplexify or simplify our, our business and and our business uh, our business model and ultimately also uh, bring I think appropriate span of control given the breadth of the business so we so we decided that the best way to position the business moving forward was to split the business into into two two parts mm-hmm. the one being the the ICT business the IT business uh, that business today um, EOH is, is by far the largest IT technology services player in the, in the market. Um, we have a broad portfolio, really a, a portfolio that assists customers both from a legacy systems as well as digital transformation perspective. And that business today is becoming more and more integrated, and the value proposition that we take to market in that business is, is, is an integrated one. So the, the opportunity to grow that business organically is, is far greater given the, 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 the depth of the portfolio and the access to market, the number of customers we serve in this space today. 
So a big opportunity for that business mm. to go to market very clearly under one brand, one uniform brand, and that uniform brand is the EOH brand. Mm. The other parts of the business are our businesses that are highly specialized in very specific domains, uh, either particular industries or particular disciplines in the market, whether it's healthcare, whether it's the energy market, whether it's uh, safety and security, education and training, human capital management, all of these are, are businesses that are, that, are, that are highly specialized in their particular areas, and each of them have deep levels of expertise. So the opportunity to grow within each of those domains was, was, was quite significant, both organically as well as acquisitively. And this is the business that is the business that is um, highly specialized in, uh, we believe, uh, highly uh, high-growth industries moving forward, and that's the business that will be operating under, under the next tech brand. All right. What other changes uh, will be put in place? Uh, I know you guys are, are in the process of finalizing the appointment of a new CEO for EOH Holdings. Yeah. Correct. So quite important in reconfiguring the business was to, was to blink, bring clarity to what the role of our holdings would be and, and the holding structure. And, uh, and, and, and that's part of what we've, what we've put out uh, today, and that is what the role of holdings would be. So amongst uh, the, the, the conventional corporate functions around corporate finance, corporate action, corporate strategy, etc., we also saw the role of holdings being one that looks after and, and is the custodian of the international business. EOH has quite a, quite a comprehensive and growing international footprint. So holdings would look at the international business and, and, and managing the international business and the growth of that international footprint. Also, the areas around our own IP. So we've got a fair amount of our own IP that fits neither in Nextech nor EOH as an operational business, but there are different strategic things we, we can do with that. It's internationalization of that IP. How do we invest from an R&D perspective in, in that IP and growing that IP base, um, and then, of course, looking at innovation and new emerging technologies that are, that are coming out in the market that, that the group holding would drive uh, growth into. Mm. Obviously, what that meant from a leadership perspective, we need to ensure that we, 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 we apportion ourselves from a leadership perspective appropriately. So I've, uh, uh, I've uh, opted to relinquish my role from a holdings perspective because we do believe we need someone with the, with, the, with the combination of a strong corporate finance background mm. and exposure to the technology markets. So we're, we're, looking to, we're not looking to, we're appointing someone as the CEO of, of holdings. Um, we're fairly advanced in, in, in that process, um, and uh, we, we should be making an announcement in the next, uh, in the next few weeks. And then my colleague Rob Godlinton will obviously be leading the, the EOH branded businesses. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I remember early in the year when you guys uh, announced your first half results in your sense statement, you mentioned that you expect a significant turnaround in the second half of the financial year. Are you still confident that everything is on track and whoever you appoint as CEO will be able to, you know, you know take the team forward? So we have no doubt that uh, uh, the, the leadership team that, we, that we've appointed, and, uh, and, and don't forget, we've got a broader leadership team than, than, than just these three guys. 
We've got a we've got a full exco who are charged with the responsibility of the different areas of the business in the international business in growing the the the, the IP software business and growth into into the emerging technologies. Mm. You know, I think this financial year, the 2017-2018 financial year, is really an anomaly of a year. It's it's been a, a very turbulent year by any stretch of the imagination, and certainly by you know when looking at at our own history, it, 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 it's just been an unprecedented year. We're using this year as an opportunity then to, to really position ourselves firmly and strongly for, for, for future sustainable growth into, into, into the future. Mm. At the same time, uh, in today's SENS announcement, uh, you've provided an update on the work done by the law firm ENS. Uh, can you give us some yep. uh, brief indication as to what they found out with regards to CGT Group? Yes, of course. So I, I think we were pretty clear in the in the announcement. Uh, ENS did have a, a multi-pronged engagement with us, which which had the, the three work streams we we, we 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 mentioned in the in the state in the uh, announcement today. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, talking about the GCT group was a group that, uh, if you recall, EOH had acquired in 2015. We'd, uh, we'd disposed of them or sold, unwound the transaction at the, at the end of last year. Uh, that sort of coincided uh, coincidentally with allegations against the, 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 one of the directors uh, in the GCT group and, and the MD of one of their subsidiaries. Uh, when that came out, we engaged ENS to go look at it from an EOH perspective and really look at, uh, you know, whether there was any truth to the allegations or whether there, was, whether there was any evidence to suggest there were truth to the allegations and whether there was any exposure to EOH. Mm. And I think that was, that was most important for us. And uh, the, the findings have been quite clearly from uh, ENS perspective that they haven't found any evidence to indicate, firstly, that uh, uh, anybody from EOH was complicit in any activity in that business, whether it was illicit or not, uh, uh, certainly from an EOH perspective, no exposure there. And, and uh, the second thing is, which was also important for us, because we had done a pretty comprehensive due diligence prior to acquiring that business. Yeah. We had a third party work with us, one of the large consulting firms, work with us on the, on the due diligence. So it was important for us to ascertain whether we had missed anything at the time of the due diligence, and, and there from, uh, from what they've uh, found, quite clearly nothing in the market at the time or in the due diligence information that we'd had to suggest that there was anything untoward. All right. Uh, uh, so but, yeah. Sorry, some of the other work that uh, ENS has been working with is, is with our group uh, uh, compliance uh, department in terms of supporting the business from a, 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 an ongoing risk-based monitoring and oversight role, um, and that, uh, that, that continues moving forward. Um, so we've, you know, we've got ENS in the environment for, for, for the interim. Ultimately, this role must be transitioned mm-hmm. into the business itself, into the internal audit function of the business. All right, Zenaid, thank you so much for your time. That's Zenaid Meyer, who's the CEO of EOH. That share price up 5%. It's 11 minutes after 12. Time to check in on markets now with uh, Wayne McCurry from F&B Wealth. Uh, Wayne, how are the markets doing thus far? 
Not so good, unfortunately. The overall market's down 1% on the day, and and the the sector really taking the strain is the financial sector, which is down 2%. Mm. And that's really on the back of the weaker rand. The rand's trading at 13.68, which is a little bit weaker than what it was yesterday. But, you know, all the shares are down. The industrial's down 1% mainly on the back of NASPAS being down 1%. Mm. Um, some of the other RAND head shares, AB InBev, are actually up, obviously, on the weaker end. The, the resource index is actually doing quite well. They, that's up 1%. Um, Anglo-American up a percent. Um, BHP Billiton up 2%. Mm. Um, on the corporate news, not a lot out today. You've just been speaking to EOH. So they came out saying that their strategy is working quite well. They're going to split into two fairly separate units or fairly independent units and oversee by the EOH listed company and they're going to appoint a new managing director. So that will certainly be taken quite well by the market and that should be implemented by the 1st of August. So those shares up quite nicely today, I think around about 5% Mm. last time I looked. And then Telcom announced that their current chief financial officer, Mr. Fredericks, who's very well respected by the market, is now going to become effectively the head of strategy and investments. And then Mrs. Molefe, who I've also met and is also a highly competent person, mm. who's currently the deputy chief financial officer, will actually be taking over as financial officer. I don't think that's a, a, a price-changing announcement that they've made. I mean, the telecom share price, unfortunately, is down like most other shares today, but certainly a, a very well thought through uh, appointment by Telcom on that. Mm. And then that, no other corporate news, and hopefully the market doesn't get any worse than what it currently is. Speaking of markets that are getting worse, I'm not sure if we're paying attention to what's happening on the Shanghai market. It seems to be down almost every day. Should we be yeah. concerned that we're you know, entering bear market territory here? Well, we actually have been in, in a while, and the real concern is two concerns. Mm. The biggest one by far is that interest rates and inflation is going up in America, and that is affecting all markets worldwide and then specifically emerging markets. Then the second worry, which I think is of lesser importance, but mm. you just never, ever know, is this potential trade war between USA and virtually everyone else, but they seem to be singling out China mm. as their main opponent in this, I hope, I pray, nothing really comes of this, and it is just domestic politics by President Bush. Mm. But that's one of the reasons why the Shanghai and other Europe, other Eastern markets are actually down, is this potential trade war and this tit-for-tat imposition of sanctions between America and their major trading partners. All right, Wayne, thank you so much for your time. That's Wayne McCurry, who is from F&B Wealth, taking us through the day's market performance. You can listen in later on on the SFA Market Update to get a full markets picture. This show was brought to you by the Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saiga.co.za. That's it for me, Nastasia Aronson. Until next time, goodbye. 